Welcome to the Healing Hearts and Awakening Souls podcast, where we will be exploring what it means to heal from your past pain and programming so you can awaken to who it is that you truly are at the soul level. My name is Kara, and I am an intuitive energy healer, channel, and guide. I am so excited to be on this journey with you as we activate our soul remembrance of what this human experience is all about and why you chose to be here at this time. Let's dive in. All right, so today I have Amber here. Thank you, Amber, so much for joining us. And I'm really excited to have you on today to be my very first um, soul healing mini session. So welcome, Amber. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited as well. Awesome. So um, Amber and I, we just had a little brief Reiki session and I connected in with the energy a little bit and, um, we already moved a little bit of energy and that was, that's really cool. And that usually happens when I do Reiki, I can feel like energy coming up. I don't always know exactly what the energy is, but, um, I will kind of get into that as we, as we go, I'll mention if anything relevant comes up and I'll let you know like what I felt. But if you don't mind telling me and the listeners a little bit about what it is that you would like to work on today and, and where you're looking for a shift in your experience. Sure. So um, mostly I'm looking at, I had mentioned earlier to Kara that I block myself a ton and I am a huge sabotager. Um, <laughs> and I, I don't know why that is. I'm super motivated to be really successful in all of the things I do and the businesses I run. Um, but I tend to just not plan certain things that are really easy that I could have taken care of. Um, and then it snowballs at the end or, uh, to be honest, I'll like overindulge over a weekend and then say, basically screw it the rest of the week. And again, (laughs) just, you know, sabotage myself that way when I know that I, I know what I need to be doing and then I just don't. So a lot of that is mostly where I need help with. Okay, perfect. So um, it's really interesting you say like, I know what I need to do. And I'm really motivated to have the successful the success in my businesses that I run. And kudos to you for being like multi passionate and having, you know, multiple businesses. That's really exciting. Um, And what I found is that oftentimes, and, and I know you've kind of been doing this kind of work probably for a while. So it's interesting, because I, I kind of run into the same thing where consciously, I'm like, yes, I want the success. I want the to work out. This is what I want. But my feeling around it is that just somewhere deeper subconsciously. So it's not necessarily something that maybe sometimes it's not even something we can connect to in our own like personal life experiences where maybe that came from, but there's just some aspect, something deep down, some energetic frequency that's resonating, that's keeping us stuck. And it's in it. And consciously, again, we're like, I don't get it. I don't get it. But we know that it's there because we can see the pattern. Exactly. So when I, when I tuned into your energy and and I was doing the Reiki, one thing that did come up was um, this, this kind of tight feeling around the heart chakra and the words like trust and um, safety came up. So when I say those words, does that resonate to you in any way? Um, oh gosh. 
so trust um probably more so trusting I mean I guess I'm a trustful person to other you know I trust others Mm -hmm. um but I I guess I have a little bit of with my businesses I need to let some things go and trust that my workers or my subcontractors can take care of things Mm -hmm. um but then also probably you know, trusting in myself that I'm making the right choices because I've taken some really big leaps in my life. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I would, I shouldn't still question any of that because it's all worked out for the best. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for safety, again, I guess back on myself, I'm now, I guess you could call the primary breadwinner for m- my family. And I feel like it's all on me to make sure again, these businesses are successful so that I can, you know, keep my family afloat and, um, you know, reach our goals and all those things. Um, mm-hmm. So that that is scary to me, the safe, you know, I don't have a safety net per se, it is all on me. Gotcha. Okay, perfect. And so those are kind of the, the ways that that energy is obvious to you and your kind of third dimensional human life experience. And then what if I asked you about like trust in like something, like something bigger or like being like trusting the universe to provide or um, trusting that things are always going to work out for your benefit and just taking it that little bit like spiritual step deeper. And I know that you're, I know from, you know, the groups that we've been in that you're really good at manifestation. So there definitely is a a big part of you that does trust, but is it possible that there might just be some aspect of you, maybe a subconscious aspect that still questions your ability to trust the universe, that trust that things are going to work out? Um, Yeah, I could, I could see that not trusting completely more so the path, um, not Uh, and not knowing, you know, bad things can happen along the way. That's really hard to, for me to manage. I don't do like confrontation or, you know, disagreements very well. Um, So trusting that, you know, those things may come up, no, you know, and still keeping in mind that, you know, it's usually for the greater good. Okay. And then along the lines of the sabotage, Tell me a little bit about like what, how are you, if you can try to remember like the most recent time that you remember, you know, having some sort of behavior around sabotage, can you tell me a little bit about like what might've happened before that or what was the feeling before that? Um, it's like a, a cycle of complete overwhelm and knowing that I have all these things to do but then trying not to care. Um, and by not caring, I just say, well, I'll get to it later. I'll get to it later. Um, I, I don't know how to, I mean, it's, it's as simple as, you know, not prepping myself for the next day of things that I need to do. And then I'm, you know, running all over the place, trying to get supplies or find things or do that or do this. And, um, you know, lots of missing things or misplaced things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, prior to, yeah, it's, it's more so like, I'm just exhausted. So I just want to, you know, let go for, for a while, you know, and ignore mm-hmm. it. Um, because the, the business side of things is constantly on my mind. Um, and the okay. responsibility. 
Okay. Okay. So thank you for sharing that. And what just came through, it's, it's so interesting because it really ties into the trust. What I'm, what I'm getting for you is it's like, there might be like, and you even brought this up, like with trusting your workers, but like, I feel like you're really being like, you're, you're almost like taking on too much. And so your, your psyche's response is like, okay, this is too much. This is overwhelming. I'm out. (laughs) She, she did it. She did it again. This is too much. I don't Mm -hmm. want to do all of this. Does that resonate? Oh yeah. (laughs) Okay. So what I feel like the, the message coming through again is like, Allowing yourself to shift more into a flow space of trusting yourself, trusting your workers, trusting the process, trusting the journey, and trusting that, like, I feel like maybe there's a, that feels like if you don't do it all, it's not going to get done. Mm-hmm. And so it's about releasing that, releasing that responsibility. And it, and it does tie into, like, again, like, allowing yourself to move into your flow state and trusting that what's important you're going like if it's if it's really important you're going to do it and if it's not so maybe there's I don't know maybe there's things that you're trying to do that aren't necessarily as important as you think they are or they could be delegated or something like that but it feels like your load is like too heavy which also when whenever we take on too much it keeps us in our head a lot and so it's hard for you to actually access your flow for me I always talk about like the head and the heart and so when we're living more in our heart we're able to access that flow a little bit easier and so I feel like you're do you feel like you're in your head a lot or you operate from your head a lot yeah for sure um and the taking on too much it's not uh, um let's see how do I say this like if it's, if you're right, if it's important to me, I'll do it. And by important, I think it's more so if it's exciting to me, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Where at this moment, I've, I've built a really good business that it is just kind of tweak and repeat all the time. We're just doing the same thing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And for our clients, and it's not fun for me anymore. You know, mm-hmm. I do need to let go of it to to my employees and give them I mean they want the responsibility it's just we're I'm at a point where I'm too busy to even hand over the system if that makes sense um Mm -hmm. but but uh, yeah I think I put off the things like you say yes because it's not interesting I you know I want to go start another business Mm -hmm. instead I rather, mm-hmm. you know, just almost let this one fail, um, <laughs> which is terrible to say, you know, just so I can do something else. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so interesting that you, on one hand, you say, I should give it off to my employees, but I don't have the time. And then in the next breath, I should just let it fail. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but that really speaks, I think, to like how desperate you kind of are and, and how much you know at a soul level, like, okay, I'm done with this project. I'm ready for the next one. And um, do you know your human design by any chance? I do. What's I, your is type? That, is that the number? The thing? Are you like a manifesting generator or a oh, manifester? Yes. So it's, um, um, it's just a generator, I believe. But I feel like it should be more towards the manifesting generator. 
Okay. Well, there could be other aspects in your chart that, that lead to the um, manifesting part. But so if you are a generator, that also does make sense. So it, cause it, it's really important that you are doing things that you love doing. Like you have sustainable energy that you can bring to a project, but only if it's resonating and only if it's something that your sacral is like, yes, yes, yes. I want to do this. Yeah, totally. Totally. Mm -hmm. So does it feel helpful to look at maybe this this kind of pattern that might be blocking you and and creating the symptom of sabotage around not being able to either walk away or hand it off and i know you say you don't have time but what if it was really either find the time or the project fails do you have a preference yeah right i should find the time and i guess it just becomes a complete you know, cycle of, again, the responsibility of, no, I should be working and, you know, making sure there's jobs for all of us to do um, versus, you know, hand, you know, handing things off. It's like, I work in the business, not on the business, probably too mm-hmm. much at this point. Um, but again, still knowing I need to do that. So it is, yeah, beneficial for, <laughs> somebody else to call all of it out um and I probably just need to take more time to focus on handing that stuff off so that I don't feel the overwhelm yeah and I think it can you do you feel like you could put yourself in an energetic space where that feels exciting to you because I know you're motivated by what feels exciting so it's almost like if you can kind of take that bigger step back and and look at everything playing out and recognize like oh this is like the most exciting thing I could do right now because it frees me up to go into these other directions that I'm feeling inspired to go into yeah yeah um I actually had a day off a couple weeks ago that I did get some time in my office and I'm really into developing systems and I love using technology and things so I had um, started with kind of some process flow and handoff um, sheets and and workflows and checklists and things like that and that was really exciting Um, and I, I really enjoy that but at this point it also comes with the kids are at home and Mm. I I'm almost like do I just hold on to what this yucky energy is until they're back at school so I can just Mm. have some peace or do I just need to remove myself for a few days from the entire business the entire family um to work through some of that yeah what like when you think about those two options what feels like, because if you're the generator, you have that kind of sacral response. Like, what, which one gives you a response of like, yeah, that sounds like the one I want? Um, probably stay home. And w- I feel better when I'm at like in my own environment, not probably, you know, leaving, say, my office um, mm-hmm. to go, you know, do the work because I'd, I, I know I would forget something, right? I would forget something that I should have brought with me. And then I sabotaged it all over again. So um, it's probably, yeah, that I need to just send everybody else away um, and have that solid time. But and what, yeah, what resistance comes up with that? Probably just that it's like three weeks away and I should do it now. <laughs> You know, kids aren't back at school yet. I don't have anywhere for them to necessarily go for 
a while. <laughs> um, and, and I think I also in that, in that situation of taking some time, I haven't realized this until more recently because I'm always on the go is I probably need like a half a day to do nothing and be okay with mm-hmm. that. And that's really hard for me to, but, but then I, to like sit down and do nothing. But then I feel like I go back in the cycle of, well, is that a sabotage if I'm sitting down for, you know, a half a day? Am I just sabotaging myself? Or is it that I truly need that time to rejuvenate? I feel like um, right now you maybe do need that time, but you may not always need that kind of time. If you could create kind of the, the, the work-life flow and balance that supports you more. Yeah. Yeah. I do know that I do so much better if I wake up early in the morning and get a few things done and I'm not rush, rush, rush out of the door. Um, but that then relates to, you know, getting to bed early and planning my day ahead of time. And I just don't do it and sabotage the whole thing. over again. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like your, your system is a little bit in, um, what's the word that I want? Like rebellion. <laughs> because, yeah. But again, I feel like it's because of the overload. So to me, the, 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 the flow of the energy wants to go in the direction of handing things off. And so is there like a middle ground then of where you're able to take like some steps towards that to kind of like calm your system a little bit to be like, look, I'm, I'm moving in this direction. This is really exciting. This is going to be awesome. Um, but maybe doesn't put you in that position where you feel like you're um, either like leaving the kids at home or leaving work completely. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to think about that a little bit. It might it might even just be back to pre-planning my day and mm-hmm. integrating some of those little bit of downtime um or adding in something else where I can remove myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or at the end of the day. Yeah. Do you feel like that, like when you say that, do, does, like, I know, I know how I am sometimes in these things. I'm like, yeah, that's what I should do. But inside I'm like, but I'm not really going to do it. <laughs> how does it feel when you say that? So, um, it's not like a straight that no, I'm never going to do it. It's more, I will, I will obsess about the planning of it and mm. the process of it. And that's where I get my kicks. Is mm-hmm. just the planning of it, not the actual actual execution. I'm like I said earlier, like really good at planning the system and knowing what the system should be, but not following it myself. And that's probably where the rebellion side comes in a little bit. Of, well, yeah, here's the system, but somebody else should do it. <laughs> yes. So it's funny. I have a very similar pattern. <laughs> I have oh, like, good. and all of my like notebooks I have, you'll find like lists of like, this is what my daily schedule should look like. And I like maybe follow it for half a day. Yes. Um, <laughs> so w- the way that I worked with that is that I, I did it slowly because I, I don't know about you, but it would be like, I'm going to, I'd want to jump in and change everything all at once. And I found that I work better if I pick like one thing and then I let myself kind of explore the process of, 
of experiencing it. So if it's, say it's like, what's one thing that I have incorporated? Like say it's going for walks every day or runs. I go back and forth whether I like to walk or run. And then, mm-hmm. and, and actually that's important to bring up because I would start the, start the practice and then I'd start to hate running. And I really just want, and then I realized I really just want to be out in nature. So then I let myself enjoy the experience. So it got to the point where I was like, okay, I don't care if I walk or I run. I just want to be outside for 20 minutes. And so really being present in the experience of whatever it is that you're doing and allowing yourself to have an opinion on whether you actually like doing it or not. Is this actually beneficial or not? Because if we don't like doing it, you know, it's not really going to be beneficial if we can't stick with it because we don't like doing it. Yes, that's such a good point because it's just it goes along with like the everything you should be doing, mm-hmm. but should do you does it really make sense for you? Because um, yeah. I've had that, you know, walk or run, and of course I'm like, well, I hate running, so I'll walk, and then mm-hmm. I I'm like I won't do it because I don't schedule the time, or um, I've even tried other habit things like simply taking vitamins every day or the drinking enough water or um, going to bed on time, waking up on time, things like that. And I tried with, you know, like five things, um, just all, all of those things that I just said. And it's like, that can even be hard, but having the um, focus to maybe only do one, you know, cause it's like, well, if I go to bed on time, I probably will wake up on time. So those kind of go hand in hand, but maybe mm-hmm. not compiling all the other ones on top of it. Right. Yeah. I used to call it like getting the biggest energetic bang for your buck, like pick one thing that could actually have multiple benefits, you know, like getting to bed early or like hydrating, like those generally make you feel better. And so you're more likely to do more things that make you feel better. Um, but I also feel like, again, cause you, you're so busy and you're so overwhelmed and you're probably in your head a lot, bringing that, pulling that energy down and really trying to be more in your body and in the present moment and in the experience that you're having. I feel like that's going to be really important for you in being able to actually move forward with changing some of these patterns. Um, and again, really paying attention to like, how does this really make me feel? Because if you say you start going to bed early and then you're really present in how good it makes you feel the next day, it's going to kind of activate more of like your desire to want to stick with it as opposed to just not really thinking about it. And maybe you have a little more energy the next day, but you're not really like fully appreciating it, fully integrating the experience of it. Um, Because most of us have such a habit and pattern of just focusing on all the things that are going wrong in our day, the negatives, the things that need our attention. And we're not as, as um, programmed to focus on, well, what actually feels good? What's actually going well? You know, where can I just sit and notice beauty for a moment and really allowing those experiences to fill us up to the, to the amount that they really can if we do it oftentimes it's just like for a quick second and then we move on with our day and that just helps us to create a new pattern it helps us to create new cell memory helps us to create new neural pathways and just energetically it helps when we have those moments of allowing ourselves to be in joy it helps us to expand energetically and anytime we expand energetically we just we um we expand our consciousness and we are able to i think more 
directly align with the highest potential of who we can be at the soul level. And it, that kind of helps sometimes with that sabotage. Cause then in those moments, if we practice that, we might be able to come back to like, if we're getting up, if we're supposed to go to bed early and part of us is like, yeah, I don't really want to do it tonight. I want to, re- I want to rebel and stay up late. We might be a little bit better at connecting to the part of us, but Oh, remember how good it feels when you get up in the morning. And this is really what I truly do want deep down. Um, so how does that sound? Yeah, that sounds good. What do you have a suggestion on? I mean, is there to like catch yourself in that thought pattern? I just don't. I'm always like, well, does there need to be like a physical reminder? I mean, I've tried, you know, I don't know, setting alarms or um, I, I don't know how to how to mm-hmm. really be like, oh, remember you have this plan mm-hmm. or even a mantra or something. Do you have any suggestions related yeah. to that? So any of those are good. Any physical reminders that you think might help to, to jar your memory, right? Uh, memos, like a uh, phone alarm, anything. Um, put a, Stick a note where you know you'll see it. That can just kind of help to remind you when you really just aren't in the habit yet and you're really just forgetting. Um, but then I always, do you have any kind of like meditative practice or any kind of mindfulness? <laughs> I don't, but you know, that's on one of my lists. <laughs> <laughs> so for, so I feel like meditation, I do it often now, but it took me years, years to, to finally give into my resistance to do it. And so I tell people, if you don't have a practice and it's something that you've resisted in the past, try just doing it in your daily life. And maybe it is something that you give yourself like maybe in the morning when you wake up and maybe you put a post-it note on your says, remember to take a few minutes. And then when you first wake up in the morning, just give yourself a couple of minutes of just being present. You can, you can be present. You could meditate. You could do a guided meditation. You could do like, um, if you've ever heard of like a body scan where you kind of like tense all your muscles and release them, just anything that helps you to focus your mind on something really, really, really simple, because that will strengthen your mindfulness muscles. And anything we do that strengthens our mindfulness muscles will help us to stay more mindful throughout our day. And I think that that's, that's like an epidemic problem for everybody is that we're just so busy. We're just so overwhelmed. We're just so programmed to stay in our heads and go from thing to thing and figure everything out and figure out what we need to do that we forget. And we just don't, we just, we are just aren't practiced at it to come into our bodies, come into our scent and really be in our experience from moment to moment. So I feel like any kind of practice you can do around that helps to exercise those muscles and the stronger they get, the more we just start doing that naturally. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Just um, it being the, the proactive versus reactive and even, you know, handling family situations or kids not, you know, doing what they need to be doing and uh, trying to take a second for myself versus, you know, yelling at them because they're not doing the things when in reality, it's probably because I'm mad I didn't do my things either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Very insightful. <laughs> Cause I have, I have those experiences with my kids too, where I'm like, this is all your fault. And then I'm like, Oh crap, this is just a reflection of something that I'm doing too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, so I feel like you've gotten some ideas to move forward with this, but do you have, so I want you to just like, just take a moment right here and now and just take like a deep breath or two and just feel into 
your body, feel into your energy. Um, I always teach people to try to connect with their heart, but if that's not something you practice, then sometimes that can be confusing. So just whatever feels good to just connect in the moment. And I want you to just visualize or try to feel in your body what you desire to be feeling like maybe in those moments where you're about to sabotage and what would it, how would your body feel? How would you feel? And what would, might you be thinking or feeling instead, instead of wanting to sabotage and just, just feel that, feel that what that might feel like in your body as best as you can. And that's actually another thing that you can practice like maybe every morning is, is feeling like, what do I really want to be feeling like in my everyday experience and let myself feel like that, even if it's just for a few seconds and believe that, that that's actually my experience right now and really like bring it into the present moment. And when we do that, you can also connect, you might be able, I I don't know how like energetically sensitive you are, but you might be able to feel some of the resistance to it. And that's okay too. If anything, any thoughts or any feelings or any emotions or any like actual physical sensations in your body arise that maybe feel like, like, yeah, that'd be nice, but it's not going to happen or, or anything, just let it be and actually try to connect with it instead of like pushing it away. Cause I think usually we try to push that resistance away and I would actually encourage you to try to connect with it. I go ahead. I was just gonna say I think that would help a lot. Um, one of the things that just came to mind was like, so I'm not a very sensitive or emotional person, and I'm not very loving, if that's terrible to say. But um, it's like I I wonder if that's just been talked about or stuck in my head because my husband will say it jokingly you know you've got a cold heart and all the things <laughs> but I'm wondering if you know like that is just I guess for lack of better terms been programmed that it's like well I can't feel into something because mm-hmm. I don't feel it's mm-hmm. more of a you know logic head space thing mm-hmm. um, which I know comes with like being a Capricorn and all of that mm-hmm. kind of stuff too. Um, but I never know if it's something that should be fixed or if it's something to just embrace that's actually who you are and it's okay not to be emotional. If that yes. makes sense. I would say it's probably definitely something that you should embrace. And the more that you allow yourself to simply be the version of who you are, I, I did feel, um, I did feel tightness around the heart. So I think there's probably something there, but it's not like a, oh, you're just not a loving person. And you, and I don't actually, I'm, um, I'm very, very intuitive, but most of my information comes clear cognizantly. So I don't feel a lot of sensations either. I, I actually don't feel a lot of emotions either. In my human design, I have eight out of the nine energy centers are defined. So I don't actually absorb a lot of um, energy mm-hmm. from people. Um, but so I, so I kind of understand, although I don't have any Capricorn in my, <laughs> chart, but, um, but that doesn't mean that you can't still connect with you in whatever way feels good. 
and you get to kind of play with that and figure it out. And, and whenever I teach this kind of stuff in my programs, I always tell people, look, I'm going to tell you how I do it. And I'm going to give you some different ways it might show up, but really it's about a journey of connecting with you whoever you are and exactly as you are. And I'm glad that you said that too, because another thing I was going to say is when you do have moments of sabotage and then afterwards, those are really powerful moments of shifting energy as well. Those moments, it's like, how much can I love myself even though I showed up in a way that I wish that I hadn't, how much can I love myself? How much can I not judge myself? How much can I not doubt myself? How much can I not like berate myself? Can I stay connected to myself and connected to any emotions that do come up or just sensations or knowingnesses or whatever, or thoughts or whatever it is, however you experience that energy? Um, does is your internal dialogue kind of negative for towards yourself then if you do something that you wish you hadn't oh yeah for sure (laughs) okay yeah so that's going to be probably the first place to just pay attention to like those thoughts might still be there it's not like we're trying to shut them down or anything but can we can we connect to them and kind of be the observer of them but and not try to like let it mean something about us and that's going to be a practice but just just start by being aware like wow I'm being real I'm really beating myself up over this and and I I always try to teach you know and this is something that we can't necessarily absorb and, and take on right away but that we truly are all doing the very best that we can. We are exactly who we're meant to be right in this moment. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing that you need to actually fix. You're perfect right as you are, but it's just a matter of, and, and, and when we really come to terms with that and allow that to be possibly true, <laughs> um, there's like this sigh of relief and we bring more of our energy into the present moment naturally, because if we're really hard on ourselves and judging ourselves we're not going to want to be in our body because it's too painful and maybe not like actually feeling the pain or physically painful, but it's just like, it's just too much. Like we're judging ourselves. And so our energy doesn't necessarily want to be there or our soul or whatever. So um, really trying to soften the judgment around yourself anytime that you can, anytime that you notice it rising up, that will help you to, um, that will just help you to um, just feel better, to feel better in your body. And that might help you to be more present <laughs> and, and then to start actually doing the things you really want to do. Yes, that all makes sense. Yeah. That all makes sense. Yeah. Beautiful. Do you feel like you've gotten something today? Yeah, for sure. Okay, <laughs> good. Just good, somebody good. else to acknowledge that it's okay. Yes, that's exactly what's going on. And um yeah, the little steps to take to yeah. get there. And just watch that judgment. I have, I have, I, I've worked through judgment a lot for myself and it still comes up like on a daily basis. I'm like, oh, I'm judging myself again. Look at that. So I just kind of observe it. And I, and what happens is over time, the more that you observe something without your, without added judgment, I guess I should say, cause it's a judgment in the beginning, but without adding judgment to it and creating a story around it, or whatever, right? Because if you decide you want to start working on it, then you might judge yourself for doing it. Trying to allow there not to be any judgment around the process and really just acknowledging the work that you're doing, even just showing up every day, doing your best, trying to do the inner work. Like this is hard stuff and you're still showing up and doing it. So really like trying to 
like love yourself like a like a like a mother would love their child that's going through something and trying to work on something it's like you probably wouldn't judge the child maybe some parents would but you know (laughs) we try not to right we try to you know see them in, in their light and in their you know their magic so trying to to do that for yourself as often as you can and just allowing yourself to be in the experience that you're having and and all of the the ways that it's showing up and letting it be okay um I'm sorry I'm rambling because there was something else I was going to say and it slipped my mind it was around the sabotage um oh I think oh the judgment piece oh the judgment piece might also be contributing to the sabotage in the first place because that also might be contributing to like feeling overwhelmed in the body and I don't know if like when things start piling on if maybe you start judging yourself about that right adds to the yeah adds to that um, uncomfortable energy and then you just want to numb out or escape or whatever right right yes that makes sense and I liked that you had mentioned a second ago also about not creating a story around something and I think it goes back to even that um where I just said I was like cold-hearted and things like that it's like just Mm -hmm. yeah not creating a story around that or sometimes I can be different or um you know not I, I guess it can be like an all or nothing thing in my mind sometimes it's like oh you know that's just how I am and you know you just create yes. that story around it where it's like well no it doesn't have to be an all or nothing and it could even be because again uh maybe not wanting judgment from others if you flip-flop on a situation where like you say um you know you're going down one path but maybe it's turns to be something else yeah absolutely that judgment from others I feel like Capricorns might might be prone to that all or nothing thinking right yeah probably you're either doing it right or wrong yep (laughs) yeah I love that yeah really creating space for there to be that in between and and for it to be you know it's okay if you have these tendencies but that doesn't have to mean something specific about you that could never change Yeah, yeah totally Awesome. All right. So, um, so we, you know, we, you've, you've created some awarenesses around things and you've got some ideas for some practical steps to take forward, but just know that we also, in this conversation, we shifted some things energetically, whether you're aware of that or not. And so just be open to, you know, over the next week or, or what have you noticing what things kind of come up for you and reminding yourself like, Hey, I've already started working through this energy, like reminding yourself, like, I don't have to go back to the same story. Maybe I don't know what the new story is. Maybe I don't know, you know, what the, you know, we get hung up on the truth is or what's right or wrong, but what if it doesn't matter and, and it's okay to not necessarily know that right now and to just know that I'm, I'm being supported energetically. I'm making shifts energetically. And as long as I just keep taking these little steps in the right direction and love myself as much as I can, every step of the way that I am opening myself up to, um, higher vibrational changes with every step that I take. Okay. Yes. I like that. So it's like, that's where I want to be. I just have to have that reminder some somewhere just consciously not just to take that moment again, like you'd said. And the thing that I teach in my programs, I like was touching on it with the whole, like, take a moment to be in your body and really just like connect in and, and let yourself be in this moment and let yourself acknowledge that. Cause you said where that's where I want to be. 
try to pull that want to be into the present moment as much as you can, even though your ego is going to say, well, we don't have this, we don't have that, this isn't the way we want it to be. But what if, like, if we were to look at this whole experience as like a movie, and we know at the end of the movie, we get the happy ending, but we're just, we're just in the middle right now. So we're exactly where we're supposed to be. And how much can we just enjoy the journey in the moment and, and where we are in our experience at this time. And when we do that, it just naturally helps us to open up energetically and that timeline can shift a lot faster and what we are desiring to create can come to us so much faster because we're not in as much resistance. That makes a lot of sense. That was a great analogy with the, with the movie. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Amber. I appreciate you coming on the show so very much. This was a lot of fun. I hope that you got a lot out of it. I did. Thanks for having me.